here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.2 FM in Tohoyando. 21 minutes after 11 on SAFM, 104 to 107 nationwide and on DSTV channel 814. Social media at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Talking Point. My name is Patricia Ntuli, holding in for Kathy Mutlasani until she returns tomorrow. Uh, call us and interact with us on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. SMSs go to 41391 and remember they are charged at one grand fifty, the Department of Health, in partnership with Pfizer, has embarked on an immunization and child health catch-up drive. We're going to be looking at uh, w- what this means, and also under the current COVID nineteen restrictions, where does one take their child for these immunizations? To talk to us about uh, this and more is Ndombi Mazibuko, who is a child health consultant for UNICEF. Ndombi, welcome to Talking Point on SFM. How are you? Uh, good morning, um, Patricia, and good morning to you and your listeners. I'm fine, thanks, and thanks for having me. And Dombi, uh, tell us, what is uh, this uh, immunization and child health catch-up drive all about? This is about making sure that uh, children f- uh, who have missed their immunization, for example, when the lockdown started in March 2019, we know that uh, people could not go to facilities, there was no transport, and a lot of children missed their vaccination during that period. So this catch-up drive is to make sure that those children who missed their vaccination, they are being vaccinated, but also to make sure that they continue, they, they continue with their routine immunization because it's not just about catching up but to make sure that the child is up to date with the vaccination at that particular point in time. But also to make sure that uh, children who have missed other child health services, for example, they're supposed to be getting a vitamin A every six months after after their age of one year until they turn five. They're supposed to be DOM. They're supposed to be checked for other things like including growth monitoring. So this is also used as an opportunity that children, they access those services even during the COVID pandemic. There was a lot of scare from parents that we cannot take our children to facilities. It's not safe. But I think we all know that we have to continue with these services and people have to take precautionary measures, which we always speak about making sure that you You've got your mask on, washing your hands or sanitizing, keeping social distances. And healthcare facilities, they make sure that they adhere to these principles for the children to be also provided with the services they need as and when they need them. But this is not just about children as well, because we have to keep their mothers well. So mothers, especially pregnant women as well, they need to make sure that they access these services for them to be checked for any abnormality, for them to have a healthy and lively baby during delivery. Now, Ndombi, you you talk about the fact that uh, it's a catch-up if someone did not go for the immunization uh, last year because of fears of COVID-19, they can go this year. But are there no adverse uh, effects 
on a child who perhaps needed to get at 18 months of vaccination and now they're getting it at almost, you know, 20, 24 months? I think we always say uh, it's better late than never. Definitely there are no other effects if a child is immunized late. But I think the important thing is that the child should be immunized timely for them to be able to build up the herd immunity that we are talking about now when it comes to COVID as well. Children also, they build up a herd immunity for them to be able to do this. They need to be vaccinated timely. If you are given a return date after four weeks, caregivers and mothers are advised to stick to that. It's usually a six-week, four to six-week interval. They are usually advised to stick to the date that they've been given. But if you happen to miss because of many other reasons, it's better to go even if it's late. The child will still be vaccinated if they still qualify for for that particular vaccination at that particular point in time because we know that other vaccines cannot be given, for example, after the age of two years. So it's important that we stick to the schedule. Otherwise, there's no adverse effects. But it's important to stick to the schedule, but there are no adverse effects. That's good to know. Um, Ndombi, another thing that is is quite concerning is the fact that COVID-19 has seen a lot of loss of lives. So some parents might have passed away. Then who does the responsibility lie on to take a child to these catch-up immunizations? So we always talk about a parent or a caregiver because we know a child will always have a caregiver even if the parent has passed away. All what they need to have is the child's road to booklet. But if the child does not have a road to booklet because the mother passed away and no one knows where the rotator booklet is, or the mother herself has lost the rotator booklet. They always go to the nearest health facility. They'll be issued with a rotator booklet without any cost involved. Then thereafter, because that particular facility will not know what vaccination this child would have had at that particular point, they will then do a catch-up, that is, they are going to give the child immunization based on the child's age. And then thereafter, if it's necessary, they'll advise the caregiver to come back on a particular day for another immunization if the child qualifies. I've got a question uh, here from uh, one of our guests, but I'll get to it after this one. Um, There's there's a bit of concern, obviously, and we know that COVID-19 is still with us and the second wave is hitting harder. So a lot of people are more scared now than what they were uh, last year to be going out to healthcare facilities. Are our public health care facilities geared up to receiving an influx of uh, parents bringing in or parents and, and, and guardians bringing in children for this particular immunization health drive? Definitely our health facilities are geared up to receive children for immunization. What they do after the child, maybe the child is going to that facility for the first time. They will, the child will be vaccinated and then the mother will be given a date and time sort of a scheduling an appointment. And this also assists with reducing the number of people in that particular facility at a particular time. 
but also it reduces the waiting time. So that's why I'm saying it's important for caregivers and mothers to stick to the dates and times which they have been given because it makes it easier for them to just go in and go out and they are done. But if a child is sick for any other reason, there's no one stopping the caregiver or the mother to go to a facility at that particular point in time. They are not going to return back. Anonymous has asked a question here. Anonymous says, I took my child to a private doctor for deworming and uh, vitamin A. So the doctor dewormed but did not give her vitamin A and only signed for deworming. Will that cause a problem when we go for the next one? Um, So the schedule that you are talking about, the deworming and the vitamin A, this is a schedule that applies to all public health sector facilities. Doctors may or may not give a vitamin A, but if this child was DOM and the doctor did not give a vitamin A and the child is within the age that he or she qualifies for vitamin A, they can go to any facility. They'll be given vitamin A because vitamin A is given a we started six months with a lesser dose and then from 12 months up to five years it's every six months they are giving a dose of vitamin A. So the mother or the caregiver can take the child to any facility and they'll be given the vitamin A. It will be recorded on the right, the child's route to play. Excellent. Uh, and Dombi, thank you very much. And uh, I, I, alongside with you, I'm a mother. I've got three kids. And I think I will urge all caregivers and parents to definitely make sure that we keep up uh, to the immunizations for our children. Uh, what's your parting shot, Dombi? My parting shot is that uh, uh, thank you for that, Patricia. And I hope this message will go out loud and clear. We know we've got COVID. It's a pandemic. It's here with us. And it's now very important that we make sure that our children are vaccinated and protected against vaccine-preventable diseases because you can imagine what would happen if we get a measles outbreak in the midst of this COVID pandemic. And this measles outbreak will be more uh, uh, dangerous for children than others. So let us make sure that we keep our children vaccinated we protect them from vaccine-preventable diseases. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much, Ndombi. That was Ndombi Mazibugo, Child Health Consultant at UNICEF, and uh, uh, talking about the Department of Health in partnership with Pfizer, who have embarked on an immunization and child health catch-up a drive. Let's go uh, to Zolega Kodashe for the 11.30 headlines.